What is up? Nice. <laughs> this is Take It or Leave It. Brought to you live by my gaming bedroom. Guest room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a Thursday. Yes. October 17th. Yes. Speaking of, we have milk in the fridge that the expiration date was the 13th. Perfect. But it smells okay and it tastes fine, so don't judge us. That's just called being conservative and using what you got. Welcome. (laughs) So today we've got a lot of NFL. Of course, we are not going to talk about that other sport. You know what? On Saturdays. Football? Yeah, the other the other football that's on Saturdays. Oh, we okay. don't talk about that today, but we are. You got your timer ready? Uh, if possible, I do. Or do I need to do the timer again, like last time, and you just have the sound ready? Because we got sixty seconds of baseball coming at you. So will will that go off loud? Enough? Yeah, it okay. should. You fixed it, maybe. Yeah, when timer ends, the alarm. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Well, the Nats swept the Cardinals after the Cardinals put on a huge show against the Braves, especially in Game 5, the deciding game, putting up 10 runs in one inning. The Nats go in and absolutely dominate them. They never trailed in the series. They sweep them in four games, and they are bringing the World Series back to the nation's capital. No, I shouldn't even say back to the nation's capital for the first time in their team's history. And this is right after they parted ways with Bryce Harper this offseason. Yep. And he said, "What Easton he at wants, his at his at his induction or in his in, introduction to the Phillies? He wants to bring a title to DC. Misspoke, and it is yep. coming to fruition. There are power in words, people. Yeah, uh, Nets. Yeah, totally dominated the entire time. And then we got the Yankees and Astros, and they are currently on Game Four, which was postponed yesterday after a rainout. And they have uh, Yankees are leading two to one or." Astros leading 2-1. Two two to to they split. And that's all you get? In Houston. Little bit of extra. Really quick. No, no, no. we got to stick to it. That's the rules. 60 seconds of baseball. Yeah. Uh, I was going to give you a little extra on that game, but or on that series. Can't do it. That's it. All right. On to the NFL. So here we go. Recap of week six. We only got seven games for you guys this week. Because not that the other games weren't great, but these seven stuck out to us. To start out, we will check out the Red Hot Seahawks. They whipped up on the I can't say whipped up. The Browns jumped out to an early big lead, and the Seahawks grind is grinded ground, ground. is ground the past tense of grind. Yes. So they ground. <laughs> Thanks. It sounds weird. Grinded. Um, they grinded. They 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 yeeted. <laughs> Anyways, they came back. And won the game, 32-28. Russell Wilson is a wizard. I say it every week. I'm going to keep saying it. He's a wizard. Baker Mayfield is, a, is in an absolute slump. He leads the NFL in interceptions. I don't have the number of interceptions he has currently. My apologies. But he... I, 11. I, is it 11? Yeah. Rough. Leads the NFL in interceptions. He, what, he threw only like 13 last year or something like that. 12 or 13. So the fact that he already has 11 is concerning. Um, but yeah, Russell Wilson, red hot, that team, oh, they can do some damage. They need some, a little bit of help on their pass rush. But other than that, that's really their only weak spot. So, um, offensive line could be a little better, but when you got Russell Wilson, that's, that's 
not that's not your main concern. So he had 14 interceptions last year. So 14 interceptions last year for Baker Mayfield. He has 11 already this year. Yikes! Sophomore slump, baby. Talk about sophomore slump. Uh, go ahead, Easton. This is a big game for you. Yeah, the next game uh, was the Texans uh, beating the Chiefs 31 to 24. So that is the Chiefs' second loss on the year. Um, this game was awesome. Um, the uh, shoot, I'm losing it. Uh, the the Texans seemed like they just dominated the whole time. They had the ball for the majority of the game, and they just really were able to grind out continuous uh, drives, and the, the Chiefs just had a really hard time doing it. What that tells you is the Chiefs' offense is still a little banged up. Uh, obviously, they got Tyreek Hill back. That's huge, but that their defense is not very good. They can't mm-hmm. they can't get off the field and give the ball back to Pat Mahomes. Pat Even Mahomes Pat threw Mahomes, his first pick. He did. So first pick of the season. Um, in the same weekend, Tua threw his first pick. So just a weekend of picks. Yep. Next up, and we'll talk about that game a little bit later in our um, cover three recap. So that that game was big for Easton. Uh, next up, I did throw in the Redskins and Dolphins. The Redskins did wins. So the Dolphins remain winless, and the Redskins get their first win, but they only won by a point, and the One Dolphins had a chance point. to tie it up, and instead they went for the win. So my thought process here is, did they know their kicker would hit the extra point, even though that's kind of like kickers have been struggling now? So they, they wanted to go for... Two, knowing it's it's a lot harder to get to, so maybe they wanted to not get it. But look like they're trying. But look like they're trying to like win yeah. a game. Or are they really that stupid that they were trying to win a game? I, I don't understand. But I guess if there's any team that we don't mind getting the first pick over us, it'd be the Redskins because they already got what, I, what I'm assuming they think their is their quarterback, franchise Dwayne quarterback Haskins, and Dwayne yeah. Haskins. So I don't know. There was a huge sigh of relief from all Dolphin fans when they when Kenyon Drake dropped that that ball because he very well might have gotten in the end zone for that two-point conversion so thank goodness there all right now over to my team the vikings beating the eagles 38 to 20 yeah kirk cousins is a quarterback apparently dude just decides like week in and week out when he wants to throw the ball or not that was domination he's 22 of 29 333 yards four touchdowns he did have a pick three of them to digsy Daisy yep. showed up. Seven receptions, 167 yards. So, I mean, it, yeah, like, when did Kirk decide he was going to throw the ball? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is or, or if it was just, you know, even the Patriots in past years, obviously not this year, but even the Patriots in past years have struggled in September and in early October. And then they, because it's actually funny, Bill Belichick's worst win percentages in September and early October. From mid October on through November and December, November, December, January, February, which is the Super Bowl, yeah. he's got like a 67, 68 win percentage. Hmm. But in September, October, he's I think he's under 50%. It's close. Really? So maybe Kirk just needed a couple weeks, needed a, needed a quarter of a season to, yeah. to they, get into they it. They still are, are on, like, I guess, the top. They're four and two, which, I mean, most other people's records are kind of a little bit lower. So, I mean, like, 4-2 and two is actually pretty good. They're sitting pretty nice right now. And what's funny is most of those four wins were impressive. Those two losses were ugly. Yeah. But oh, your, yeah. your wins have, have been pretty good. So, right. I really like you guys. you got a great roster. If Kirk can keep this type of play up, you are a Super Bowl contender. I'm sorry to tell you. I know you don't want your hopes up, but 
of course, that's a big if, if Kurt keeps playing like this. 49ers continue to prove that they are for real as they knock off the reigning NFC championship or champion Rams 20 to 7. It wasn't close. And apparently, no matter how bad Jimmy Garoppolo is, it just doesn't matter because they've got their running game is solid and their defense is stupid. Such a good defense, keeps them in every game. And truly, Garoppolo is not good. I don't see yeah. the hype around him. He's just not 24, good. 24 of 33, 243 yards, and one pick. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Now, the, the yardage is all right, but, but dude, I, he's got to have more picks on the season than, than touchdowns. I'd be surprised if he has more touchdowns. I mean, maybe I could be over-exaggerating how bad he's been. but um, He's got seven touchdowns and five interceptions. Really? So yeah. I'm surprised. Still a terrible stat line, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty surprised on that. But yeah, I mean that defense is just there's not many offenses that are going to be able to match up with that defense very well. I mean I th- I believe they're top five, maybe even top three in every defensive statistical category. I mean they're ridiculous, and Richard Sherman has reawoken. I mean because he appeared appeared his, his career was about career, over. Yeah, yeah. And his his career is woof. They they look really good. Yeah, and I like the Nick Bosa, even though he's from Ohio State. Yeah, he's been he looks playing good. well. Yeah, he looks good. Um, next, uh, game. dare I say, oh, sorry, really quick, he might he might look like the better of the Bosas right now. Honestly, yeah, like Joey's been okay this year, but Nick Bosa looks really good. Yep. Uh, next game, uh, Sam Darnold comes back from mono to beat the Cowboys twenty-four to twenty-two. So Sam Darnold, I guess, revived the Jets. Well, there was their first win. There was a story that Adam Gase was not, and I hate, I I don't want him to be good, but that he decided that after seeing Luke Falk in practice, obviously third string quarterback, he just didn't think that he could handle the playbook. So he basically watered it down to about 15 plays ish. Very limited amount of plays that they ran with Luke Falk because they just didn't think. It'd be, it would work out. So he was like, why am I going to use the plays we have that are like our good stuff when teams can see it on film with a bad quarterback? So now they know what plays we're running, and they're going to kill us with this bad quarterback, so who, who cares? So now with Sam Darnold, they just look totally different. Yeah. So he, he opened up the playbook. <laughs> I hate to admit it, Sam Darnold looked really good, and Adam Gase's play calling looked really good. So, I mean, they the season not too late for them. They could uh, – if they can string some wins together, they they looked really good. Not great later in the game. Obviously, the Cowboys came back, almost won the game, and that's what Dak Prescott does. He gets down big and comes back. That's what it appears the trend is this year. Yeah, I mean they've got two tough games coming up, but then there's a few few games that they can win in there. Who's uh, that? The Jets. They've got the yeah Patriots, then Jags, but then they've got the Dolphins. Giants should be a pretty even matchup. Redskins should be a win for them, so they should be. Potentially, after those one, two, three, four, five games, they should be. Would that be four and seven? Four and six. They they could be yeah they could be four and six potentially. And what are they one one and four right now? One and four right wow. now. So they could be on the cusp with what seven games left. You they, know they could go three and two in that five game series there. Yeah. Beat the Dolphins, Giants, and or Redskins wait, no, maybe. Four and six, there will only be six games left. But yeah, I mean, that, that's interesting. Keep an eye on the Jets because they have a good defense. They've got players. And they play the the Bengals later this year and Dolphins again. So 
And then, I mean, they get the Patriots at home at least once, you know, which is it's helpful. It's probably That's not going to. That's the next game is Patriots is at home. home. They could pretend. Anyways, yeah. So, interesting. Keep an eye on that. Um, That'd be crazy if they skyrocketed up into the playoffs after Sam Darnold came back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I don't like. I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, one and four. Happen. Yeah. I'd be impressed if they go like eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah. And even if they miss the playoffs, I'd be like, maybe Adam Gase is not terrible. Um, last game of the week that we're going to recap is Packers beating the Lions 23-22. Some controversy here. The Lions, if you watch that game, both teams played fantastic. They really yep. did. Great football game to watch. The Lions deserve that game. I think they were up 19-13 in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Packers did come back, so give it to the Packers there. But they were up 22-21. to 21. Nope, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong score. 20 no that was right nope 22 to 20 sorry i was looking at the wrong score they were up 22 to 20 with about a minute 50 left on the clock and they really needed a defensive stop the packers were in field goal range so they were going to kick the field goal to go up regardless but on third and long trey flowers just gets into aaron Rodgers' grill causes a bad throw um they break it up it appears it's going to be fourth down. They're going to kick the field goal, and Matt Stafford in the offense will have a minute 50, minute 45 left to do something. No. Illegal hands to the face on Trey Flowers, and when you run it back, and apparently they called two on him this game. Yeah, back-to-back back, plays. Really? Yeah. On back-to-back plays? Yeah. Really? I didn't realize that. So he had never had one called on him in his career. They called two in the game. And both, when slowed down, he never had his hands in the face or neck area, which is the penalty. He always had them on the collar. Yeah, in the chest. It was just great play by him. And so Lions lose, and it is entirely on the refs. Because you can say all you want, like, oh, well, they had a chance to win the game. But, well, no, they didn't. You know, they, they won the game, and then their offense never got another chance because the Packers were able to ice the clock at that point and kick it with no time left. So... Solely on the ref's shoulders, Packers win by one point. What do you think about that? It's tough, man, especially being like a NFC, like, uh, I guess, smaller time rivalry, but like it's a divisional game. Not only that, it's your division. Yeah. So a Lions win would have helped you out more. Yes. Because that means a Packers loss. Now you're tied with the Packers. Yeah, what about four or two? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's you tough. Because you haven't played the Packers yet? Uh, I believe we... Or did you play them once? Is that one of your losses? We did lose them 21-16. Okay, so they still would have technically been ahead by half game, but it would at least been the same record. Right. But now you're still a game and a half down. So, um, yeah, that's rough for you guys. It's And it it's rough for the league, honestly, because this has yeah. been... And I've seen a lot of people talking about this, and I totally agree. Oh, we're jumping into news. Oh, are we? Yeah, why not? It's just been the worst. It's a good yeah. transition. Here we go. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. News. It's been the worst year for officiating. For, for officiating. Yeah. It's been awful. And everybody's commenting on it. There, everybody's commenting on it. I mean, there's analysts that are commenting on it. There's, there's coaches. Yeah, there's coaches. Former there's refs. Former refs, former players, uh, current players. Like It's, it's, it's constant right it's now. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Um, yeah, they need to fix it. And especially with the rules that they added, it's bad too. With the whole challenging pass interference, yeah. I believe the the stat was there have been like twenty one or twenty challenge 20, pass interference. There's twenty 
uh, 24 challenge challenges. And only, only one has been overturned or something like that? I'm, I'm I think pretty it was sure four maybe it, it was whatever it was it was maybe it's twenty two yeah it it was very small. it was like it was like a handful maybe if not four just one maybe or two. four yeah but like that's the maximum number I, I'm remembering and you can't twenty four times they tried and twenty times they failed yeah and you can't tell me a coach isn't looking at is like looking at the replay and saying okay that's not pass interference I'm going to use a challenge on this right that they're not probably right but the refs are just scared to overturn it you know they're scared to get it wrong so. Yeah. It's rough. There's a lot that needs to change. A lot needs to happen. But um, in other news, big news, two bits of big news. We'll start with the first. Obviously, okay. probably the biggest of the week. Jalen Ramsey. Not yep. just two. I'm just saying these are two top stories. Yes. Jalen Ramsey shipped off to L.A. Yep. Uh, the, the Rams, the Rams specifically. Yes. The Rams are doing it again. They're going all in for yep. this year. Uh, and they get the arguably the best corner in the league. Uh, and they paid a price. What they pay, Easton? Uh, two first round picks. So first one, round twenty twenty, yeah. uh, one twenty twenty one, and then they also gave up. I think a fourth. It was fourth. Yeah, I don't know what year. I think fourth it was next round year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, next year's fourth round pick. Yeah, so, fourth round twenty twenty one for uh, Jalen Ramsey. So the Jags now have a haul. I believe. What did I say? I think it was nineteen picks that they have between this draft and next draft. Jeez, which is. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, if they're in the business of rebuilding, they're, yeah. they got Which, a lot more opportunity than the Dolphins. <laughs> well, no. They're actually in a, a good place of rebuilding because they probably they're, don't need a quarterback. I no, really Minshew's, like what Minshew showed. Playing well. And even if you're not fully bought in on Minshew yet and you want him to sit, you have Nick Foles. That he'll come back eventually. Right. And he can be that veteran guy that plays for you until you're ready to start Minshew. But I think Minshew's ready. He's looking good. Yeah. Um. But uh, so for the Rams to try to salvage some more picks, they traded away Marcus Peters to the Ravens, and they got uh, linebacker Kenny Young and a 2020 fifth round pick. Okay, so they're getting a little bit back for that. Marcus Peters just wasn't the same as he was with he's, the Chiefs. He's kind of old now. Yeah. He's, well, I don't know that he's old. I think he's still in his mid 20s. Pretty sure. I, th- I think he's like 20. My guess would be like 26. But he he played. So well with the Chiefs. I saw that in his 40-some-odd games, 44 games with the Chiefs, he allowed a QB rating of yeah, like... 26. 26? Dang. Yeah. I, didn't, I actually didn't know that. Anyways, um, he had a QB rating when, when quarterbacks went at him of like 60 or something. And then in the 20-some-odd games, and he had like 21 picks. In the 20-some-odd games that he's played with the Rams, he's allowed a QBR of 110 and he only has six picks. Mm. And so he's just not the same player. Now, if he can go to the Ravens and be the same player he was with yeah. the Chiefs. I wonder if it's the you know the people around him. Like I Sometimes you play better with someone and you're on the same wavelength. Yeah, and like, maybe. Obviously, if this person goes here, I've got him or you've yeah. got him. And it's just maybe they And having a keep to leave on the other side who is getting old but yeah. still playing really well, yeah. it's probably frustrating for him that he's not. he's got this young player that was so good and now he's not picking up his slack. Right. Maybe the scheme. Maybe it's just whatever defensive Something, scheme. Yeah. I don't know. Um but I, I really like that Jalen Ramsey, Aqib Talib setup. It, it stinks that it couldn't have been, for the Rams it stinks, that it couldn't have been that Marcus Peters was performing fine and maybe Aqib Talib was showing his age. They right. sent off Aqib Talib, and now they have two <laughs> super young, like really good, super good corners. Yeah. But, you know, um, that's definitely going to help them. That's been one of their biggest concerns on defense because they have a fantastic defensive line. Um, linebackers could be better, but their their back end needed help. So they, they got it. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, what else we got? 
Oh, yeah, this is good news for you. Yeah, uh, Saquon's expected to play this Sunday, so he'll be coming off of my bench. I think he's projected 22 points right now in a basic PPR Which is league. Which huge. Yeah. Um, as a projection, usually yeah, a good for players. For coming like off that. of an injury? Yeah. So I, I'm assuming you'll have limited touches, but even with that, they're projecting 22. I have Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And he's his projections are usually between 18 and 19, and he's been putting up huge numbers. So for yeah. Saquon to go in with a projection of 22 is wild, but uh, he should be back. They're expecting him to play. There's What is he? He's questionable right now? or? Uh. I don't even no. I don't even think he's questionable. Is, is he anymore. not even on the injury report anymore? Um, That's awesome for the Giants. Awesome for you. Awesome for Saquon fantasy uh, owners. Um, not good for us because that's we should have probably attacked on that earlier and tried to get him. In, yeah, his status is league. healthy. Okay, so he's so, in. Yeah. He's playing. Why didn't we do that? We should have just went all in on him like three weeks ago. Yeah, we would have lost a few weeks. We probably would have lost all three in a row. But yeah. I think we lost two of them anyway, so. Oh, boy. All right. Next up, we got Melvin Gordon having yep. some trouble. And I was going to say paradise, but I guess it's not paradise for him because he already wanted to be gone. But um, Yeah, he's, he said there's no rhythm you can get in that you can get into with eight carries. So, so he's already upset frustrated at the play calling. Upset his workload. Now, it, it's also hard for teams to run the ball when they're losing. <laughs> right. And they went down quick against, was it the Broncos last week? Uh, Pretty sure they played. No, them. Titans played Broncos last week. Okay, you're right. You're tr- right. Uh, Steelers. That's right. That's right. Steelers got off to a to a to a lead quickly. Um, so yeah, there's there's not much. I know he's upset about his workload, but can't really run the ball too much when you're coming right. from behind. So yeah, eight carries, eighteen yards. Not good. Why couldn't they just trade him so that we could have kept Eckler? Right. By the way, that's some news. We offered a trade on our fantasy league. Yep. Uh, Austin Eckler, Jacoby Brissett, and Larry, Larry Fitzgerald Jim. for Le'Veon Bell and Tyler Lockett. And the guy came back to us and said no. He rejected it, so I was all bummed. But then he offered the same, basically the same two players that we wanted, Bell and Tyler Lockett, for just Drew Brees and Eckler. So we're like, okay. I mean, if, if you think that makes your team better, perfect. We'll and, take it. And I think it does because he needs a quarterback desperate. I mean, he needs a quarterback. His quarterbacks are rough. And Breeze is, is hurt, but but he's going to come back, and I think he's going to be a very good player as he usually is. Um, but then we, you know, we are ready to to take the risk of moving off Eckler because he he could go off and, and be great for the rest of the season. But we're ready to take that risk and move on to, to hopefully Bell, who who might be maybe not put up the, as big of numbers as he was, but he's More a stable, he's, yeah. very consistent. So we'll take that. Um, we already talked about Marcus Peters. That was next up. So, oh, oh, you came up with this one. I didn't even know about this one. So you go. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, for those of you who didn't know, he's still in the league. He still is with the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> one year removed from being a starter. Yeah. And he is now out of the league, in your opinion. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. I mean, do you really think he belongs in the league? <laughs> no. And uh, he he was a backup for Marcus Mariota in Tennessee, and uh, they benched Mariota this, this past week after his uh, pretty terrible stat line. And then uh, he's, 63 yards and two picks. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, now they have. They brought uh, Tannehill, Tannehill in, in for the rest of the game. game. After they benched Mariota, and now he's their starter. And they, yeah, they announced yesterday, so Wednesday, that he is indeed the starting quarterback. Mariota, Mariota is still out. No signs of injury, I, I don't think. Um, Which it, is it, weird because they were playing kind of okay for the, I mean, they're what two and four, so for the it, Titans. That's what's funny is we look at them and we're like, they're actually a pretty good team. 
but they are two and four. Yeah. And uh, Mariota has kind of gotten worse in the past couple of weeks. So they're just they're rolling the dice. They're going for it. Yeah. And it looks like when they when they lose, it's they just can't get points on the board. Yeah. Mariota's probably. I mean, he is a huge part of the problem. Now the running game is too, because I think we both have Derrick Henry in a couple of leagues. Yeah, and he's frustrating. He is very frustrating. I mean, because he gets so much, he gets so many opportunities with the ball in his hand, and he doesn't do a ton lately. Fifteen carries for twenty-eight yards. Sheesh. Obviously, a little bit of offensive line fault. Mostly, probably offensive line fault. But you got to make something sometimes. Yeah, that's tough. All right, and last but not least, Tom Brady passes Peyton Manning for second place on the all-time passing yards list. He is now chasing Drew Brees, and I believe he's got a ways to go. Do you have that stat for me? I know that Peyton Manning had 71,940 passing yards. Okay. And that's what he passed this past uh, Sunday. Um, so, or no, sorry, Thursday they played. Yeah, he yeah. passed yeah. Peyton then. And Brady didn't really have a fantastic game. It was just, you know, he threw enough. And he, he did it early in the game, I'm pretty sure. Um, enough to pass Manning. And now, like I said, he's, he's chasing Drew Brees, who is hurt currently. And he's only actually down. He's only behind him by about 2,600 yards. Yeah. yeah. Brees currently has 74,845 yards yeah. in his career. So not far behind. Probably won't catch Well, really shouldn't catch him this year. I, I, it's pretty safe to say that because he would need what? He'd need like an extra seven or eight games on Brees now, and Brees is going to come back in the next week or two. So not going to catch him this year. Could it happen in the future if Breeze retires before Ma- uh, Brady? Yes, it could. But um, I don't know how likely that is. I wouldn't put my money on that because Breeze still looked pretty dang good in the one game he's actually played and completed this year. So, Right. That is all of our news for the week. And now we are going to go right in to our week six cover three recap. God bless you. God bless you. Easton looks like he's, and he saved it. He saved it. I did not sneeze. He saved it. All right. Last week, first up, we had Redskins at Dolphins. Washington was favored by three and a half points. I took, as I always do, because I'm so optimistic about my on team. your ESPN app. Yes, because I'm a, yes. Mine was first up, Eagles at Vikings. Yes. Uh, as, as both Easton and I are very optimistic, I took the Washington Redskins to cover and win, and I was wrong in one of those. The Washington Redskins did win, yep. but they did not cover. As we talked about earlier, the Dolphins only lose by one point. Correct. And so uh, we start off one for, for two. two there, both of us. Yep. Moving on to Easton's game. Go right ahead. I was very pessimistic and chose Philly to win and cover uh, because Kirk, before this week, hasn't really thrown the ball. <gasps> And it wasn't even close. And Britt chose the Vikings to win in cover. I believe in good rosters, and I don't believe in inconsistent, crappy quarterback play. Like Carson Wentz. Britt to three and four, and myself to one and four. So I'm looking great right now last week until we move on (laughs) to the Texans at Chiefs. I'm sitting here. What did I say? I was like. It is hard to play an arrowhead. Yep. Such a big home field advantage. It's the Chiefs. They're going to bounce back. I believe this the is going to be the bounce score back. 30, but the Chiefs yeah. will score at least 40. Which, hold on, I was right. The Texans did score 30. They actually, I believe they scored 31. Because they, yep, they won 31 24. I was just so off on the Chiefs bouncing back and hitting 40 again. Yep. So they did not win. They did not cover. They didn't do either. 
Easton at least took the Texans and the points. He did yeah, took, take the Chiefs to win. Yeah, both chose so we both come out of the week three for six. Well, no, I came out six, three out for six. Two for six. Easton comes out two for six, which puts Ouch. us on the season. Myself, 15 for 26 at 58%. So I'm a little bit under those pros at this point, uh, those, those pro sharps. And then Easton is at... Uh, 14 for 26 at 54 percent so both doing st- still doing well we would be in the positive if we were actually betting money um which we're not right now so we're just trying to help you bet money so if you're betting our bets you're in the positive right now still but not by much we apologize we got to make you more profit and we're going to do that this week with our week seven cover three we're going to definitely try <laughs> and it's funny because we looked at these games and we chose we didn't choose games we, we felt strongly about who would win or cover. We just picked three really good games. Yeah. So this is going to be another tough week for so, us. So, yeah, the odds are not in your favor. No. So, uh, like we said, though, we didn't call this three Bs because this is not free money. NFL yeah. is harder. This is cover College three. is three Bs, so this is free tough. money. This is good defense. This is cover three, good defense. It's like we feel confident in these. But we still need to protect the deep ball. But chill. <laughs> Don't put your big money on these. Yeah. Especially these three. Maybe we should start going to our sure bets. No, I no? like this. I like okay. because this makes it a little bit more challenging. Okay, challenging. Yeah, challenging. You northerner or you midwesterner. <laughs> All right, first game, big one here. We've been betting against the Saints, time in and time out. The Saints go to Chicago to play the Bears, and the Chicago Bears are a three and a half point favorite. This is such a tough game for me. I will go first. Such a tough game for me to bet here because my instinct is we've been screwed by betting against the Saints too much. We got to go with the Saints. But at the same time, they've been in some tough games the past few weeks. And they have won some close ones. They've been in some emotional ones. Do they come down a little bit? Not saying they're going to come down for the season, but are they a little exhausted right now? They're going to go to Chicago, the Windy City. They're going to play the Bears and that defense. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be able to do what he did two weeks ago. He's going to look more like he did last week. So what I'm going to do here is I, I'm not going to listen to anything I just said, and I'm going to take the Saints and the points. Okay. And I'm going to take the Saints to win. What do you say? I was I was projecting the Saints to win, so I have to take them in the points as well. Even though the Bears do have a pretty solid defense, the Saints also have a very solid defense. Against the a, only thing is yes. that the Saints' offense is clicking, and the Bears' offense is kind of falling apart. Yes. So that's where I'm leaning towards. Yes, and I would say that if this game was last year, with the, with the way the Bears were, were playing last year on offense, it wasn't great, but they were manageable. I probably would take I probably take the Saints in the points, but the Bears to win. I can't do that this year, not with that offense. I I, I just I cannot trust. Yeah, I feel like Alvin Kamara is just a giant security blanket. So whatever side Max coming from, they'll just dump the ball to Kamara. That and Michael it Thomas is, is a yeah. stud. I mean, you can double him and just throw it up, and he's gonna come down with it fifty percent of the time. So, yeah. and it's not gonna be picked because he won't let that. He typically won't let that happen. Yeah. So. All right, um, you go next. I'll, I'll read the game. You go You go first, though. Okay. The Ravens travel to Seattle. It's one of the toughest places to play uh, for opponents, of course. And uh, they're going to take on the Wizard himself, Russell Wilson. And that 
fire. I mean, they are just hot right now. Yep. Seahawks team. Even when they're losing, they're still hot. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're playing really well. Yeah. Their their one loss was Oh, well, it was the Saints. Yeah. It was yeah. Anyway, Russell Wilson threw 400 yards. Yeah. Yeah, that's in true. In a loss. Seattle is favored by three and a half points. Uh, I think the spread has changed since we looked at it 30 minutes ago, maybe, and it's now it? an even three. No way. Yeah. Is that on ESPN? Yeah. Because that's what I just saw it on ES- was ESPN. What the heck? All right. We're Well, we're here. It's a live update. We haven't picked yet, so it's an even three. So you know what that means, actually? You know how we've told you there's a little secret that Vegas, that three-point swing, if you're favored by three at home, then they're saying that's an even game. They actually give Seattle, who did I just say? Seattle, the Saints, and the Packers an extra half point for for home field advantage because of the, how rough their, their stadiums are. Huh. So technically, they're telling you here that they would take the Ravens on a neutral field by a half point. Interesting. It's kind of interesting. So that being said, who do you got? Um, I don't care about what the Vegas people say because I'm 54% on the year, which is not <laughs> great. But um, I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game uh, to win outright, and then I will also take the – no, I'll take the Ravens and the points. So Okay, so real close game. Yeah. I am going to take the Seahawks to win – as well and i would i was going to take the ravens and the points at three and a half at three i'm gonna swallow the points and take seattle to cover i like it i like it yeah okay so there's a difference for us final game of the week the eagles fly over fly eagles fly stop okay to Dallas for a huge divisional rivalry. I believe the winner of this game will be, and yes, they will be in first place in the division. And Dallas is favored by three points. So this game is, they're saying, it is a toss-up. You've got this hyper-talented Cowboys team who is struggling the past three games to win. (laughs) And it's because they played three good teams. Well, I guess can't say the Jets are good, but three better teams than they played in the first three games. And then you've got this Eagles team who who could potentially be a Super Bowl contender, but they're a little banged up. They're missing their deep threat. They've got this extremely... He's questionable this week. Deshaun Jackson? Yeah, that's good. You've got this extremely... What's the word? Inconsistent yeah. quarterback in Carson Wentz, and it's partly because he's missing weapons. I don't know who to pick in this game because my first instinct is... The Eagles are better than the Cowboys. The Eagles will win. But then it's like, well, the Eagles suck on the road. They're 1-2, and two, and the Cowboys are 2-1 and one at home. So the Cowboys play better at home, and it's a divisional rivalry. And the Cowboys need a big win here. I'm going Eagles in the points, Cowboys to win. Very close game here. One or two point game. One or two point game here. All right. Well, I'm going to go Eagles to win and Eagles to cover. Or Eagles in the points, obviously, if they're going to win. So we're both taking Eagles in the points, but You're different winners. You're going Eagles to go in and take first place in that division. Does that mean we should start Carson Wentz this week? I have Dak in right now. Um, 
I have Dak in because they said the matchup is better. The Eagles have the 32-ranked passing defense right now, I guess. So, anyways, we can talk about this after. We don't have to make you sit through this. That's all we got this week. You got any last words? I mean, for the podcast, I'm not going to kill you. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I was kind of nervous there for a second, shaking in my boots. If I had any boots. You're barefoot. Yep, no boots. We love you guys. That's all we got. That's all I've got. Eason might say something right before we get off the podcast. You can take it or leave it. We love you. Hit us up at Take It Leave It BH on Twitter. Peace. Take it or leave it. 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 Take 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 it or leave it.